This podcast is supported by Audible. To find out how you can get a free audiobook of your choice just for trying Audible, check out audibletrial.com slash lead. You're listening to Leader Lab. I've had the opportunity to serve on a lot of different teams. I've had the opportunity to lead a lot of different teams, and I've even had the opportunity to create project teams, assign individuals. And one of the things that I've noticed that I think is really interesting is that generally, whether it's on a team I served, a team I led, or even a team that I had created and assigned to a task, generally the number of people on that team correlated to the quality of the output, except the correlation didn't go the way you would think. It seemed like every time the more people people you added to a team, the less the quality of the end product was. Now, obviously there are some exceptions. A team of two people, a team of three people is not going to do as well as a team of four or five people. But if you went beyond maybe that six people mark, you started to see a decrease in effort. And it turns out that my observations are, are probably similar to yours. The reason is that it's not actually just anecdotal observations. There's some real scientific research behind this idea that when you add more people to a team, you might actually be getting less quality output. And it turns out that there's almost a hundred years of research behind this effect. It started with a French engineer by the name of Maximilian Ringelmann. And Ringelmann set up a series of different experiments in which he'd ask teams of various sizes to pull on a rope. Basically taking the concept of tug of war and applying it to scientific research. What Ringelman found, what's now known as the Ringelman effect, is that when the size of a team increased, the output of that team would actually decrease. So Ringelman actually found that eight people, a team of eight people pulling on a rope, didn't actually pull as hard as a team of only four individuals. Now, Ringelman couldn't explain this phenomenon. What he rationalized was that the effort was going down. The amount of effort exerted on that rope was going down because it was harder to coordinate the efforts of more people. If you think about a tug-of-war, it goes on for a really long time. There are times where you want to take a little bit of a break, and there are times where you want to pull as hard as you can. And if you have four people, you're more likely to have periods where everybody is pulling as hard as they can together and periods where they're breaking together. And Ringelman assumed that if you had eight people, you might actually have people taking breaks while others are pulling, and therefore you have the effort being about the same as four people because some folks are breaking when others are pulling, and there's only maybe four people really giving it all, their all at the exact same time. And this was became known as the Ringelman effect, and this was what we assumed happened in teams for decades. It wasn't until a team of researchers at the University of Massachusetts in Amherst, led by Alan Ingham, in the 1970s decided to recreate these Ringelman effect experiments and basically add a little bit of a variation. Now, they reproduced it entirely, and their replica produced the exact same results. But they also created some teams with plants in them. They had students who were asked to pretend that they were pulling the rope as hard as they can. And what Ingham and his colleagues found was that even in using these plants, uh, it didn't 
necessarily make a difference in the amount of effort that individuals who weren't plants would decrease. So what I mean here is that if you had a team of six people, one individual person would decrease their effort exerted by a certain amount. But if you had a team of three people and three plants, then the three people who were on the real team would still be exerting their effort as if there were six members on the team. This would become known as social loafing, and it's a pretty widespread and a pretty well-researched phenomenon. And the thing I think is perhaps most interesting about social loafing is that on a lot of the teams that I've observed, everybody tends to disagree about who the social loafer is. Despite that disagreement, there have been numerous studies that are in agreement. Social loafing is a very real phenomenon, and across many, many studies, it's been observed. And it holds true. As the number of people on a team increases, generally people tend to, everybody on the team, tends to reduce the amount of effort they're putting into a team. Now, this isn't necessarily uh, an argument for keeping the size of your team small. Sometimes there are teams that are built out of people who have a high amount of skill variety or are assigned a, a high task variety assignment where the skills of each individual people are needed and therefore the number of team members is dictated by the skill sets that each of those team members bring in, and so the size of the team isn't actually flexible. So there are some options if you can't actually do this less, of, less is more team phenomenon. Uh, one option is to try and break up the overall task into smaller manageable bits and maybe have every member of the team know exactly which small portion they're going to do. And then also possibly even divide what we thought was a, a eight-member team project into two four-member team projects that are independent on, on each other. Therefore, everybody has a better sense of what every person is contributing. The great thing about this option is that it actually increases the amount of transparency that's going on among the different members of the team. And that's actually another great option, even if you can't break up the team into smaller people, is to find ways to provide uh, more feedback on how each individual is contributing and to open up that feedback more often, almost creating a greater transparency uh, among the different individual members of the team so that it's well known who the slackers are, who the social loafers are, and who the people who are picking up the extra weight is. And a lot of times that creates a, a peer pressure basis that may not even be enforced by those people who are working. It may sometimes come from the actual social loafer. If they see that they can't uh, reduce their effort and get away with it, then they just may never reduce th their effort. This is sort of going back to one of those uh, old great sayings that one of the cures for corruption, or in this case, not corruption, but uh, slacktitude. One of the great disinfectants for social loafing is sunlight. And now there's another last option, and that is if you cannot provide greater transparency, and if you cannot break the size of the task up and give it to smaller teams, maybe smaller teams in sequence, it's to create a sense of an impending time limit, a sense of urgency, and a sense of purpose in the mission of the team. A lot of times what can generate this social loafing approach 
is really just the idea that their effort doesn't matter. And if you can increase the purpose that people feel towards accomplishing the task and increase the urgency of seeing that purpose, that vision become a reality, you can ignite something in their internal motivation many times that will actually push them to exert uh, more and more effort. I love transparency and I love uh, breaking up teams into smaller efforts. However, I realize that sometimes those aren't an option. A lot of times we're forced to work inside the teams that have been assigned to us from somewhere higher in the organization or from the, situ the demands of the situation, and there's not much we can do to change team size or to change team dynamics. But there's one thing that every team leader can do, and that's really reconnect that team back to the purpose and the urgency of that purpose around the project and hope that that drives the internal motivation of what would have been social loafers to be social achievers.